listening to For Your Joy, a podcast provided by New King Church, where we seek to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. If you want to find out more about New King or learn how you can get connected with our network of like-minded churches in Burlington, Vermont, and surrounding areas, check us out at newkingchurch.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to For Your Joy. Um, my name is Lucius Guthrie, joined here. Ben. Ben Preston, lead pastor of New King Church. Uh, I, myself, being the worship pastor. Um, really, we're just, we're just simple guys. We're just pastors. Just simple pastors here in South Burlington. But we... Love getting to serve the church here and specifically um, do this podcast with the goal in mind of restoring your faith in a world of discouragement. And we really hope and pray that these um, resonate with you and can provide really practical help on how to restore joy in your life, and specifically as we are talking about the idea of burnout, um, we hope as we begin to talk about practical steps on how to come out of burnout or stay away from burnout, that you're incorporating those things. And uh, with today's episode, um, we're going to kind of continue with those practical steps, some things we talked about, some personal experiences in the last episode with self-control, self-discipline, finding areas of rest and putting limits on things that will um, create burnout like technology. And, and we're going to kind of expand on some of those, go into some different areas. I know one big thing that um, uh, we want to talk about today is the idea of Sabbath and what those rhythms look like um, day to day, week to week. Um, but what we're going to do is kind of jump back to this idea we mentioned toward the beginning of this uh, series um, because it's so helpful in terms of understanding why we need these limitations, why we need these rhythms. And it's the doctrine of God in man and how particularly that relates to our limits, how it relates to the things that we need physically that maybe God, not maybe, that God doesn't need in, in how he is limitless and we have these limits we have to live within. So Ben, kind of expand on in these two doctrines and how um, we don't want to get these twisted and, and have them rightly understood. Yeah. So recently read um, the biography of R.C. Sproul, and I loved the focus in his life on the doctrine of God, that everything comes back to the doctrine of God, whether we realize it or not, and usually we don't. Mm. everything in our lives comes back to the doctrine of God. And typically where there are, well, I think he would say every time we see uh, brokenness in our lives, you can trace it back to a faulty view of God. Mm. And so everything begins there. So when we think about all of the things that lead to burnout, we should follow that, trace that, those things back to the doctrine of God. We, the things that lead to burnout, right, are that we, we overdo it in life. We are, we are certainly mm-hmm. prone to this. 
We are rushing around. We're always busy. We overwork, overeat, mm. overplay, yeah. <laughs> overwatch. You know, I mean, we just, <laughs> we overdo it and it leads to burnout. And so going back to the doctrine of God that, okay, who is God? God is sovereign. He's the infinite one. He, he is limitless and, and, and we are finite mm. and we have limits, right? Yeah. And, and so we get ourselves into trouble when we forget that it's God who's infinite. It's God who can be everywhere mm-hmm. at all times, not yeah. us. It's God who has limitless energy, mm-hmm. not us. Yeah. It's God who can handle knowing all things mm. at all times, mm. not us. Wow. Right? And so when we, when we go back to the doctrine of God, it, the doctrine of God always writes our doctrine of man. Yeah. And so when we remember who God is and, who, and, that, and that we're not him, mm-hmm. it starts to put us in our proper place. Yeah. So God is limitless in time, space, energy, knowledge, power, yeah. and we're not him. Mm-hmm. We're limited in all of these things. And we ought to, if we, we, we always, we can say we believe things, but what we do shows what we really believe, Yeah, right? And so going back to this doctrine isn't just about like, checking an intellectual check mark, Mm -hmm. but it's actually saying, am I living what I say I believe? Mm -hmm. So God is the infinite one and I am finite. Am I living that out? Yeah. And along with that, um, I think about the, the doctrine of man being that we are fallen Mm -hmm. and we're going to be tempted by these things that are going to produce burnout. We're going to be tempted to, we're not just we're not just doing it because we're like, oh yeah, we can do it. Like no one is actively thinking, ah, I am limitless, therefore mm-hmm. I can do all these things and I don't need rest. And like no one's no one's actively thinking that. But I like what you said about the idea of the way we live is gonna show what we believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think go, that goes back to recognizing we're gonna be tempted to live this way because we're gonna be tempted to usurp God and to put us in his place. And even if we don't recognize that means trying to be limitless. And when we are able to recognize, recognize those temptations and put boundaries on them, then we're going to be so much more disciplined to stay away from them and therefore be rested, be healthy, be spiritually aware and, and put those limits. So, so with that, what are some of the first limits that just come to mind that we need to be aggressive in setting up to stay away from burnout? Well, the first thing, well, okay, I want to get into Sabbath, but the first thing that comes to mind is recognizing that uh, we're not in control. Mm. We're not in control of of everything Mm, and everyone. Actually, we're not supposed to be in control of anyone except for our own selves. And this comes back to a doctrine of self-control. Yeah. But a lot of times we burn ourselves out because we are so prone to put ourselves in the place of God who is in control of all things. Yeah. 
and to try and be in control of all things and all people, all the circumstances in our job or all Mm -hmm. the circumstances in our church, all the circumstances in our family. Mm -hmm. Um, and we try to be in control of all people. And I see this a lot with pastors. It's, it's such a hard thing for pastors to deal with brokenness of people that they love and care about. Uh, and they want, and they start to overreach. And this is what, where domineering leadership comes from. Yeah. Is an overreach to try and, um, Lord it over people is the way, another way that it says it in the Bible mm-hmm. and, and make people do what they ought to do. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, pastors aren't the only ones that do that. I just happen to see it in pastors cause I'm yeah. in that world, mm-hmm. but we all have this tendency. Yeah. We want to make people do in our family what they ought to do or make people mm-hmm. whatever. So that's a big one. I think stepping back and saying, I'm not in control. God is in control. And then that leads into, I think what Sabbath, which is a massive first, you know, if, if you want to put a practice into place that could change your life, literally change your life. Yeah. Um, and, and bear so much fruit that if you're not putting a practice of Sabbath, um, in place that this is where I would say start here because yeah. when you, when you Sabbath, uh, you are acknowledging that you're not God. Yeah. You are acknowledging that you're not in control. Mm-hmm. You are acknowledging that you are not infinite. Yeah. And you're doing it every single week. Yeah. So let's just start with what do you mean when you say Sabbath? Okay. Sabbath, the word Sabbath means to cease in mm-hmm. the Hebrew. So when, when God created the world, he did it in six days, and this is where Sabbath comes from, and on the seventh, he rested. That word is Sabbath. Mm-hmm. He ceased. He stopped working. Yeah. And we essentially live in a world that is constantly in motion. And so to Sabbath means to stop, yeah. to cease, to... to um, so it's more than just a day off. And I think that this is where we, yeah, this is where we mess up. Our culture takes days off, mm-hmm. and that's different. Um, I would say that when you look through the Old Testament at this this um, command to observe a Sabbath, and you and you see what all God says about it, it is a time to uh, it's a time that people are invited into every week to cease, to stop working, mm-hmm. but also to celebrate and to focus on God and to be refueled by him for the next six days of work. Mm-hmm. So it is a day that is, um, is a, is a day of stopping, ceasing that is unto the Lord. That's with the Lord. And that's, yeah. um, it's a, ve- it's a gift yeah. from the Lord. Yeah. Well, I think this goes back to one of my questions at the end of last episode, and it's that, well, why are these things that we're talking about that are very almost physical, practical, maybe mental, why do these keep us from burnout? And it's like you said, it's because they do bring us back to the one who can give ultimate rest, the one who can restore us from burnout, and that's Christ. And it's bringing us back to... um, understanding him, seeing him more clearly. And I think 
that's a great way to start with Sabbath because if it's not intentionally um, helping us refocus on God, some aspect of our of our Sabbath practices, if they're not helping us refocus on God, then it's like we didn't even do it. It's like we just kept working. It's like we just kept distracting ourselves um, because, yeah, we can say, oh, well, the world Sabbaths because we take Saturday and Sunday off. Mm-hmm. But it's different. If it's not driving us back to God, mm-hmm. then we can't be refueled in the way that will truly give us energy and joy and, and, and rest for the work needed. Absolutely. And I find in my experience that it's inevitably, uh, if, as soon as I let up a little bit on that intentional focused, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, approach to Sabbath that I inevitably drift back into this, the culture's way of just taking a day off. Yeah. And kind it, of numbing your mind for 24, 48 hours. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't produce what the Sabbath is there to produce, which yeah. is really, um, Jesus said, Man was not made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath for man. This was made for for our refueling, for our refreshment, for our mm-hmm. joy, for our enjoyment of God. Yeah. And I would say there is a statistic that I can't remember the details of it, but like in a in a book that I read on on burnout, and it was just saying that some insane percentage, and it, I just remember that it was around ninety percent. Mm-hmm. of uh of people who polled who were in burnout were not practicing a weekly sabbath wow it's huge and it, yeah. and it is a it is as far as i can tell in all the searching of the scriptures it is the greatest tool that god has given to us mm-hmm. to combat this yeah so what are some of maybe the right ways to implement a healthy productive Sabbath. Okay. So I think it, the banner over all of these would just be intentionality. Mm. It needs to be very intentional, very thought out. Um, and because again, what's the goal? Your goal in, in Sabbath is to be refreshed by God himself. Mm -hmm. Um, and so intentionality is really big. And I think some really practical stuff that's worked for our family has just been planning ahead throughout the week for what does our Sabbath this week look like. Mm. And when we plan ahead throughout the week, it, we end up not flying by the seat of our pants, you know? Yeah. And, and we can guard it better. So, Mm -hmm. so if you don't guard your Sabbath, you won't have one. Yeah. Right. Because, there's always more people or more more demands on us than we have time for, and inevitably those things will crowd into yeah. our Sabbath day, mm-hmm. unless we're really saying I'm committed to this thing, yeah, and uh, and need this thing, or my yeah. family's committed to this, and we need this thing, yeah. So so planning ahead is saying, okay, this day is on the calendar, and and it's full, like it's on the calendar and it's the full, you know? Yeah. And so if something comes up that is a potential thing for that day, then 
the question has to be, and if you're in a family, I think it's a family discussion. Is that going to accomplish the goal of Sabbath for us? Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's um, something we have to answer before we add anything to that day. Yeah. Um, so, so there's that. There's like filters right on that day. Yeah. And then there's also really intentional plans that we want to make because, mm-hmm. um, for for us like Sabbath. One day might, one week, Sabbath might look like sitting inside, playing board games or reading books. Yeah. But another Sabbath might look like, um, you know, and has looked like going on a hike as a family or playing wiffle ball in the backyard or kickball. Yeah. Um, or having friends over or going to friends' houses to, to be together in yeah. fellowship. So it just depends on what the week yeah, it's interesting because um, I feel like that almost forces you to add this other element of just intentionality with kind of a self-assessment, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and being able to recognize, um, oh, these are the things that I have been lacking in, or this is something that I feel like the Lord is really wanting me to, you know, step in for a while. And so with that assessment and that is happening all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't wait and make that assessment on Saturday morning or whatever mm-hmm. day it is. We're like, Oh yeah. What do I need right now? And you're like, Oh, I should probably go on a hike. But then you're like, ah, it's raining. And you know, <laughs> like yeah. if you wait, if you're not intentional with those things, you're not assessing what's going to be helpful, not only for you, but say, you know, you have a family in, mm-hmm. in you, especially for a father who should be thinking about this intentionally for their children. And, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it, it's also for yourself as well, and and knowing um, where you are weak, knowing where you have been um, slipping in ways, and what can truly help remedy that and give you great rest for that week or for that time. Yeah, which is a good a good um, opportunity to say for me, I try to be a totally away from my phone for seven. Yeah. Mm. Um, because that just for me is a source of stress usually. Yeah. And are, are there other things that you pre- like, uh, periodically or maybe not periodically, but consistently rather s- stay away from on your Sabbath? That was a question I was going to ask when you're planning your Sabbath, you're like, okay, well, I know we're definitely not going to do this because mm-hmm. this, this does not help. Like mm-hmm. what are some things, uh, just over planning, like over filling the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, is another big thing that we try to stay away from. So a lot of Sabbaths, we love to see people and spend time with people. But if it is our Sabbath, we try to limit that. So if mm-hmm. it's our Sabbath, we don't, we don't, we realize that at the end of that day, we will not feel rested because I think maybe this is partly how we're wired. If you were more on the scale of introvert, extrovert, if you were more towards like extreme extrovert and people really just energize you. Yeah. Maybe this isn't something that you need to watch out for, mm-hmm. but like Tiffany and I both uh, would be somewhere on the introverted side of that scale. Yeah. I'm a little more towards the middle. She's a little further down, mm-hmm. but because of that, like if we spend time socializing that whole day, like, Oh, we're going to go over here for this, 
you know, this part of the day. And then we're going to go over there with these people for that part. Mm-hmm. By the end of that day, we're both going to be really drained. So we try to not over plan. Yeah. We want our day to move at a slow pace and to yeah. have margin and to have time where it is just, we, we want any Sabbath day to have time where it is just us and our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, slowed down, focusing on them. Uh, we love to try and make sure that there's time built into play. Yeah. Whether that's like basketball with the boys or a board game with, with everyone or pretend with the girls or whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, we we want to try and build that in. So back to your question, I, I think those are the main two things. Um, I want to stay, if I can stay away from my phone, I'm, that keeps me basically away from like work temptations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if I can, and then if I can keep from overfilling my day, that keeps me at a slow pace and gives us time as a family just to be together. Yeah. And something that, um, I have seen really helpful is, is maybe one thing that happens every Sabbath to help Mm -hmm. know like, oh yeah, this is our Sabbath day and we know, even if it's just like slightly mental, Mm -hmm. um, like recognition. And for us, uh, we love getting bagel sandwiches for breakfast Mm -hmm. at the bagel place. Mm -hmm. So like every Saturday morning, I know like I'm going to be making some coffee and then going to get those. And -hmm. then we're just like resting while we eat those. And it's like great start. Mm -hmm. It's almost a weekly reminder of like, yeah, this is, something good this is some good sustenance right and and it starts that day and 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 i thought about it as you said um not moving at a fast pace Mm -hmm. you know just doing something that is slow and kind of sets the tone for that day that's really good that we've done something similar too um we haven't been doing this recently as we talk about this i'm like man we got to pick that back up (laughs) yeah but for a long time, we started our Sabbath. Our, we, our Sabbath would be from uh, sundown Friday night to sundown Saturday evening. So we would start our Sabbath with, a, with lighting candles. We'd, we'd have a meal. Of, we would call it our Sabbath dinner, mm. and that would be Friday night. And it would usually be something special that everybody liked, right? Yeah. And Tiffany would tend to like kind of go a little bit bigger with that meal. Mm-hmm. And then we would start with lighting candles at the table and the kids just love that. And we would have a candlelight dinner for mm-hmm. the beginning of our Sabbath. Yeah. And that marked it, you know, it was just a simple little thing that marked it. And then on Saturday, Saturday morning, we would wake up and do a big sad Sabbath breakfast Yeah, with biscuits mm-hmm. and eggs and bacon I love that food is <laughs> yes. helps mark these occasions. Yeah, well, that's biblical too. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Celebrations and food. Yeah. So, so, so I feel like a little tangent that maybe we can take um, about an idea of of practicing staying away from burnout that we've hinted at, um, but maybe dive into for a few minutes. Don't want to go too long mm-hmm. in this episode. Is the idea of simplicity and saying no. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's helpful for the idea of Sabbath, but I think that can go broader into everyday life to help stay away from that exhaustion. So what, and, and you even mentioned simplicity and saying no when we were talking about personal 
plumb lines. That's like right. one of your personal leadership one values. Yeah. yeah, one of your values of your family, and um, and so just revisiting that, particularly for the idea of of understanding limits and staying away from exhaustion. What does that look like? Yeah, it looks like a conviction to begin with that you need to say no sometimes. Mm, yeah. Because knowing that we all drift towards complexity, not simplicity. Yeah. All people and all organizations drift towards complexity, not simplicity. So knowing that about ourselves, it should build a, a, a conviction that if I don't ever hear myself saying no to things, mm. something's wrong and I'm probably overfilling my life and my schedule. Yeah. So it starts with that conviction. And yeah, Sabbath is a great practice for it because in order to do Sabbath, if you're really going to commit to Sabbath and if you're really going to do it well, mm. you will have to say no. Yeah. I mean, almost weekly. Yeah. If, if not at least every now and then, you are going to have to say no to some things in order to prioritize that. And I think it's actually a great opportunity to witness and yeah. to encourage brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... If I ask somebody to do something and they say, oh, I can't, that's our Sabbath. Yeah. That doesn't offend me. Yeah. It encourages me. It's like, whoa, uh, you take that seriously. And I love that. Yeah. You know, and man, Mm -hmm. I should get, I need to make sure I'm taking it seriously. (laughs) Right. And if I'm an unbeliever and somebody, and I ask them to do something and they say, oh, we can't, our family Sabbaths on that Mm -hmm. day. Then I'm like, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that was one of, you know, besides it just being such a helpful rhythm for us, that was one of the things that the Lord used it for as he was setting apart his people. Yeah. Right. When people would just work constantly, constantly do these things. And he said, you need to rest to imitate me, to set yourself apart. And when we do that, people are very confused and curious. Absolutely. I mean, I think about (laughs) Chick-fil-A. I mean, think about all these years that people have kind of just like chuckled at and looked at Chick-fil-A as like, okay, close on Sunday, you're like the only one doing it. But like how much has that set them apart as an organization? Yeah. Because they just committed to that. They just said, we're just not going to do it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think that it does the same as individuals. It sets us apart. It's a unique way to say we are different and we follow a God who who's different than, than what the world does. And, yeah. Um, and yeah. sees our needs and, and puts things in place to care for those needs, yes. sees the rest that we need. And, and even though we can look at it like a limitation, like it's a grace, like sleep is a grace from God, right? Yeah. To rest and to be refueled and have energy for the things that we can then do for his glory and, and setting up the Sabbath for man, right? Just giving us that practice um, and, and when we would not be wise enough to think about that, no, <laughs> right. No. Clearly we're not because we trend towards complexity and trend toward exhaustion. And for him to, to, to give us that wisdom and understanding of what we need is so gracious. Absolutely. It is. So, yeah, I think, I, I think it comes, starts with conviction and it comes back to, uh, the doctrine of God and man and then yeah. saying like, am I, the things that I'm saying yes to, this thing that I'm saying yes to right now, is it keeping in mind that I am a limited being? Mm-hmm. Or am I trying to fill this day of this week with 
more than I'm really capable of. Am I trying to be God here? Yeah. And and for me, <laughs> when for me when I know that I'm doing that is when I look at my my calendar because I use like a Google Calendar thing, and it's like. <laughs> all of my events are like exactly yeah. up against each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. There's zero place margin in between. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's like how am I going to travel between these? Things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's the car ride? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's the big indicator for me. So we got to say, no, we've got to recognize who we are, honor the God that is infinite by recognizing mm-hmm. that we are finite Yeah, and honor his, his design in creation. He designed, yeah. he clearly designed people to need sleep once a day and yeah. to need rest once a week, like real rest. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, um, any other final thoughts on, on Sabbath before we, we close this out? Um, I would just want to finish with that exhortation to come back to this exhortation again, that Sabbath is ultimately to bring you back into friendship mm-hmm. with the God who made you. Yeah. So it is, uh, so whatever else it looks like, it looks like you include him in it. Yeah. Include him in your plans. Yeah. Ask him what your plans should be. What would be a good and restful day for, for that day? And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and try to and be really intentional about how does this Sabbath bring me back into intimacy and fellowship with him. Yeah. Yeah. And as, and as Ben and I were talking about this episode in particular, this could be one of the first things that you set in place to, to bring yourself back out of burnout, to keep yourself from burnout. This could probably be the first most practical, I don't know about easiest, but most easy to, to see if you are accomplishing it or not, um, step to take. And so, yeah, with that exhortation, just we challenge you, you know, to, to see how crucial and helpful this is. Um, and, and, oh, and I want to say one more thing too. another is just not to be legalistic about yeah. this. This yeah. is not a law yeah. anymore. Christ has fulfilled the Sabbath. Yeah. The purpose of the Sabbath was prophetic Yeah, that Christ was coming to give us rest. Yeah. But I still think it's built into the design mm-hmm. of creation. And I think... Yeah, we mess ourselves up big time, and we don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is not this is not for righteousness, but it's from wow. righteousness yes. in recognizing we have been set apart, we have been set free from the hold of sin. So let's use that freedom to rest and to have yes. peace and to have joy, and that comes from these healthy rhythms, the rhythms of of creating that margin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is most likely, unless the Lord just gives us some other inspiration, most likely the final episode here in uh, Burnout. Um, we're going to be thinking praying about uh, where the Lord might have us go next. Um, but we, we really hope that it has been helpful and insightful. Um, and we know that this is a huge uh, problem Mm-hmm. for for so many people and so we are praying for you mm-hmm. um and and seek counsel and advice and seek the lord about how you can stay away um or or come back from a place of burnout mm-hmm. and we'd love for you to share and and um send this podcast to other people if you think it'll be helpful um but until then thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon see ya